Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for listening to Tender Love and Self Care. My name is Sarai, and I'm here with my co host, Maya. She's my eldest daughter. And last time we were talking about compliments and highlights and how they affect the way that we see ourselves, right? And how we can qualify the giver, the gift, practice self honesty, and decide whether or not we want to receive or reject these compliments. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how we as human beings we are multifaceted and what this means is that there's different aspects to us we have our loving side our strict side we have our um, beauty side we have all these different sides to us our intelligence side we have our spiritual side we have um, our social side all of these different aspects of our being And we're constantly refining all these different aspects. We're constantly buffering and buffering so that eventually we become like a beautiful shiny diamond. And what ends up happening when we receive certain types of compliments from certain types of people, it does definitely begin to polish our diamond. And compliments work in this way. Compliments are exterior validations for our self-esteem and how we view ourselves in the world. If we didn't have compliments from the outside world, we would really need to work hard at trying to convince ourselves that we look and feel a certain way. So when we receive a compliment, that's like the world talking back to us and telling us what we want to hear. And we have to understand this from the point of view of a child and an adult because compliments are always there. And it's so interesting. I see how it affects children. I have four of myself. Maya is my eldest, but we have three more. And I also see how it can also affect adults and how compliments can turn a normal relationship, like a coworker relationship, into something that, if the person is married, is, is problematic. And so we really have to understand that our self-esteem and our self-image really needs to start with the self. That's why it's called self-esteem. It needs to start with us. That's why it's called positive self-image. It needs to start with us. And we need to stop relying so heavily on the exterior world to give us the compliments, to give us the belief that we have the right to feel a certain way about ourselves. That's so true. Yeah. It's almost stimulated from the environment. Yeah. And so what would you say would be one of the first things that compliments could influence us? Definitely your behavior, the way you treat yourself and you treat others. There have been multiple instances where I've seen people who have received a lot of compliments about their physical appearance that once they receive all these compliments, they kind of almost get big-headed and uh, very cold with other people that they are now believing is not as beautiful or as pretty as them because they haven't received as many compliments about their physical appearance. And I think behavior has to do a huge part when it comes to a person's um, confidence, a person's self-image, a person's self-esteem. Just in general, it, it really affects them. And I've noticed as well, like when somebody is so accustomed to receiving compliments about their physique, like their physical appearance, the way they take care of themselves, do their makeup, it does sometimes create, not always, but I do see that it does create a sense of shallowness in the person mm-hmm. where they focus all of their time and attention, all of their money, their resources into making sure that that is always perfect, 
that they can't be that they have to be flawless there yeah. cannot be any imperfections in that and they put so much stress and pressure on that one aspect of who they are that they ignore a big portion of who they really are like how smart and kind they can be um how giving and generous they are they forget about all those things because they're zooming in on this one area where other people are complimenting them yeah and that can be really detrimental to a person because if they're only focusing on one aspect of their diamond all of the other part can start rotting it can start you know not functioning properly and in these cases if someone's only focusing on one part for in this example their physique how are they not being perceived from other people how are they now going to be treated what is their attitude like their self-talk if they only see themselves as beautiful when they're pretty when they're dolled up when they have nice clothing when they have designer stuff how do they feel when they're by themselves in their bed in their pajamas with their hair messy haven't washed their you know their hair you know lazily in bed you know how are they going to feel now when they're not dolled up and that's really important when it comes to self-talk and yeah that brings us to our second point is attitude and self-talk these compliments what they do is they give us the confidence to mm -hmm. act a certain way exactly when we because it's almost like getting the green card right or yeah. getting the green light like oh my gosh you're so beautiful now you can dress like this now mm -hmm. you can behave like this now you can accept this kind of attention from people and i think that in the case of let, let's make it in a positive way when somebody gets um straight is in school for the first time mm -hmm. and now they have all of this attention from the teachers from their parents from family from friends like oh my gosh you got straight a's wow we knew you could do it we're so happy you finally got to it right mm -hmm. well all of a sudden this person changes their behavior and now they're like well maybe i should study more maybe i should learn more maybe i should try harder and then they start trying harder, trying harder. And making but, more goals for themselves. And making more goals. And here's the beautiful part when it comes to balance in life. Is that anything good can become bad. Yeah. You can overdo good things. Right? Moderation. Moderation is the key. Walk the middle path. So even in a case where somebody gets straight A's, and I know this happened to you, which mm -hmm. is why I'm bringing it up, is you get all these great scores all of these perfect grades you all oh, you have all these people admiring your intellect and then all of a sudden you feel this pressure to be what perfect beautiful you took the words right out of my mouth yeah you feel this pressure to be beautiful you can no longer have flaws because you will let all these people down the expectations that others put on you that even though they don't they don't purposefully or consciously put it on you you accept like we said in our previous episode you are accepting that gift of perfection and in these cases it's not it's not it's a gift that you should let go that you should reject yeah and sometimes even though the gift may be just a compliment of admiration mm -hmm. because the person is genuinely very intelligent and they're just they're honoring that yeah. because they're biased to intellect yeah. right they're biased to the intellect and so no matter who it is, they're going to say compliments to them because that's their bias, right? Yeah. And so what ends up happening is that now the person has to practice discernment and they have to go to qualify the giver, qualify the gift, and then practice self-honesty. Does this mean I have to be perfect? Mm -hmm. Does this compliment 
mean I have to be perfect from here on out? And that's the answer that I was trying to give you when you were growing up. And the answer is no, because perfection is a flaw. Yeah. Perfection is a dead end road. That's what it is. You're going to go round and round in circles. You're never going to get out. And so when we learn these four steps, qualify the giver, qualify the gift, practice self-honesty, and then decide what you're going to do with it. When you practice that, then you have a clearer understanding. Okay, is this going to affect my self-esteem? If I allow too many compliments to come my way when it comes to intellect, and that's the only thing I focus on when it comes to refining my diamond, then will I be in balance? Think about it. A diamond is only beautiful because of the symmetry. There's so much symmetry, there's so much geometry happening in a diamond that that's what makes the light go through it and sparkle in every which direction. That's what allows people to value it as something so precious. And so when we look at a diamond, it isn't because one side is rougher, shinier than the other. It's because every side is shining, is the same width, not perfectly, but it's the same width. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at self-talk, we start to understand that when we start to accept compliments that do not do us any favors, our self-talk starts to change. Our attitude begins to change. Now the person's focused on perfection and not just enjoying life. And progress is the biggest part in that. Because once you let go of perfection, your next thing is progress. Right. You got to focus on progress, not perfection. Good. And then the last thing is, when it comes to self-esteem and self-image, we have to understand that there is the stimulated form of self-esteem and the functional form of self-esteem. And what do we mean by stimulated form? Stimulated form is just external. It's things that, like we are talking about earlier, that people say, oh my God, you look so pretty today. Or I love the way your hair looks. I love the way you dyed it. It's external stimulation of the comments or the compliments that you are being given. And it can also be stimulated, could also be like um, when people are in groups, when there's peer pressure, when you know everybody's like chanting, do it, do it, Absolutely. whatever. That's stimulated because it's not coming from within. It's not like you at the uh, foul line and you're, and you're trying to throw your free throws and you're trying to score for your team and, and you are pressuring yourself to bring that warrior out, to bring that passion out, to conquer one of your goals, right? It's not that. It's external. So meaning that people are yelling at you and trying to, um, to coax you out of your comfort zone or coax you out of something that you want to hold on to mm -hmm. because they want to break a pattern that you're holding on to, which we call identity, Yeah. right? They don't agree with your identity. Oh, you're a goody two-shoes or you're a teacher's pet or you're whatever. And they're trying to break that pattern and interrupt it. Mm -hmm. And so that's the stimulated one. And that's the one where most of us can fall, uh, you know. Reliant on. Yes, and we can fall not I don't want to say victims but we can fall into that trap because a lot of us when we are out with our peers and we feel peer pressure we do things we normally wouldn't do exactly so that's stimulated um, risk and that's also stimulated courage right mm -hmm. some people call it liquid courage but I call it stimulated courage because had you been around the alcohol by yourself with none of your peers around you would you have done the same thing most likely not most likely not 
if you did not have that circle of influence around you, would you have acted a certain way? Most likely not. Most likely not. Even if the alcohol was there, even if other things were there, more likely than not, you would not have acted that way. So that's the stimulated version. And the functional version is what we just talked about. Who you are when no one's watching. Mm -hmm. Other people call this integrity, but I call this functional. This is where you function out of. This is your pattern. This is your home base. These are your morals and your values. It's your compass. Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our second series or our second episode for this series. And if you'd like to hear more and how you can choose your own identity and reclaim it and own who you want to be after you've gone through our eight step process of qualifying the um, giver, qualifying the gift, also practicing self-honesty, deciding whether or not to receive or reject these gifts, the understanding how it's influencing your behavior, your attitude, your self-talk, even the way you dress, and then understanding also the stimulated and functional base of your attitude and your behavior. And if you'd like to discover which beliefs you have created for yourself, which you were given, tune in to our next episode. Until next time, we're wishing you all the best.